Okay, welcome to the show. Evan Cohen with you on the second day of March 2021. 888-760-3776-ESPN is your number to be a part of the show. You could tweet at us by way of the Grand Champions Polo Club Twitter feed at ESPN West Palm, at Evco Radio for me, Evan Cohen, at Jeanette Andrews for Jeanette Javier, and at Real Coach K for Chris Coquel as we get the show on the road, as always, driven by Tire Kingdom. And sorry to my buddy Eric Olson at Tire Kingdom. He is a huge college basketball fan and, uh, well, really North Carolina fan. And, uh, yeah, not good. North Carolina is stinky. They lost to Syracuse, if I'm not mistaken, last night. Uh, so he is probably not in a good mood today. They lost by 2.7270. So sorry to Eric about that. But at least um, he'll be happy to hear me say that Tire Kingdom has big savings going on right now. $100 master card, prepaid card. When you buy four select tires and get them installed, BF Goodrich, Cooper, Nexon, and more. And when you use your Tire Kingdom store credit card, you get special financing for 12 months on qualifying purchases of $699 or more. Plus, Tire Kingdom is now offering a vehicle disinfectant service for only $29.99. Their specially trained technicians will disinfect and deodorize your vehicle's interior, including all high-touch areas like the upholstery, floor mats, steering wheel, gear shift, door handles, and more with a hospital-grade multi-purpose germicidal detergent safe for all surfaces in 30 minutes or less. Schedule an appointment today with Tire Kingdom. They're open early, open late, open seven days a week. A local company started right here in Palm Beach County in 1972. Make sure you visit a Tire Kingdom near you. So I don't mean to get too deep early on here, but I, I got to bring something up that happened today that, that I don't know that I have I don't know that I've ever seen something like this, honestly. So I'm not sure if you guys are aware of all the details. It is the, um, it is the top story on ESPN.com right now, and it says, report the Cleveland Indians were aware of complaints about Mickey Callaway's behavior. So Mickey Callaway is the former Mets manager. He is the former pitching coach um, with the Cleveland Indians, and he was like the right-hand man for Terry Francona for a while. And the Athletic Tuesday reported all kinds of misconduct by him relative to females, just the horrible, disgusting issues that went on within the organization. And Terry Francona is known as one of the good guys in all of sports, and everybody loves Terry Francona, and he won with the Red Sox, and, and so on and so forth. And the details of this story are obviously terrible, and that's not really a debatable conversation. It's really not – it's not something that you want to sit here and, like, relive. It's just, like – it's horrible. It's horrible. But there is something that I, I, I think is just so interesting on so many levels that is not really about the obvious thing of don't harass people, right? Like, that's not, like, breaking news. But it's it's Nick Francona. So Nick, so Tito, the, the the grandfather to Nick, was you know in the big leagues. Terry Francona was in the big leagues and was a manager. And Nick Francona, I believe, was in a couple of organizations as an executive, if I'm not mistaken. And he posted something on Twitter. I was disappointed to read the reporting in the Athletic this morning by Katie Strang and Brett uh, Garoli. I apologize if I'm getting both the reporters' names wrong. Uh, it's certainly unintentional because you guys kick ass and obviously you broke this story. Unfortunately, I cannot say that I am surprised. When the news about Mickey Calloway's behavior first came out earlier this year, I confronted my father, meaning Terry Francona, Chris Antonetti, the president of the team, and others with the Cleveland Indians. I wanted to know why they didn't say anything to me when the Mets hired Mickey Calloway and they gave him a strong endorsement. 
My father lied to me and said he didn't know. Additionally, I think he and his colleagues failed to understand what is acceptable behavior and what isn't. I confronted my father again this morning, and it is clear that he simply doesn't get it. I am hesitant to get into the personal details of my family situation, but my father and I do not have a particularly close relationship, largely as a result of disagreements about his conduct, some of which has been reported over the years and some of which has not. I have always tried to stand up for what I felt was right, even when it isn't easy. In this case, that means acknowledging that my own father and his colleagues are clearly in the wrong. Their behavior is unacceptable. And even worse, it's hard to have faith in them to improve and learn when they seem more concerned about covering up wrongdoings than addressing them honestly. I don't think this is a problem that is unique to the Cleveland Indians, and I think there needs to be a reckoning across Major League Baseball. Unfortunately, the commissioner's office is part of the problem, not the solution. Until a truly independent outside party is brought in and there is transparency and accountability, these problems will continue to plague the sport. What I am, I am not going to get into is what happened here in terms of whether it's right, wrong, whatever it is. It's clearly wrong if a man is harassing a woman, obviously, in this case uh, it, with, with Callaway. What I think it jumps out at me in terms of the conversational piece is a son putting his father on blast on social media. Because I've seen people say, I can't believe he did this. Where is the loyalty? And then I went to a weird place. I'm just, just kind of talking it out with everybody right now. And just, you know, why is it that he has to be loyal to his father? I know that sounds horrible. But if Nick Francona in this case, and this could be any of you out there. If you don't agree with what a parent does and how a parent acts or how a family member acts and how they behave, the concept that I have to be loyal to them because blood is the same is, is, is a little confusing to me. I mean, I got to be honest. Like, if there's some sort of horrible behavior, I, I, I can't be like, I mean, maybe you want to say don't put it out on Twitter. Maybe, it, you know, but I, I, I don't... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a little bit kind of confused on this, to be honest with you. Because if I disagree with, with my parents' behavior, would I put it out on Twitter like this? <sighs> Probably not. Now, but again, in my situation, the and I hate to even say it this way, but I, how, do I, how do I avoid it? The more famous of the two would be me and not my, or three would be me and not my parents. Right, so it would be, and I could see my mom doing this with me, to be honest with you, um, <laughs> you know, to put me on blast. But I just, I don't know, like if if Nick Francona feels like Terry Francona has ruined his life to some extent and has embarrassed him and has hurt other people's lives, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally, I don't know why you have to like support him. I'm not saying you have to like hope he dies or contribute to his demise, but I also don't understand like. If, if he's really that bad of a person in this guy's eyes, I don't think you have to stand up for him. I don't think you have to tear him apart, but I don't think you have to stand up for him necessarily. Yeah. Maybe I, I, I'm nuts. I mean, jump in whenever you guys want because I'm, I'm honestly just like talking this out because I've never seen a, 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 a son or daughter put a parent on blast like this. I think it comes down to, like you said, 
the blood is thicker than water. I think it's more of the relationship you build and the relationship that you foster that's more important than being blood relatives. Because I have plenty of blood relatives that I don't speak to anymore. And I'm hey, okay with talk it. About, let's talk about that for a second. I have that a little bit too. And there's days where I feel guilty and other days where I feel like if every conversation ends in a negative, what's the point? So, I mean, do you, do you have regret over that? I more have a, in my situation, a feeling of my childhood, parts of it were a fraud and they weren't as real because I didn't truly know who the people were. And it's upsetting to that, that those memories are now ruined by current circumstances. Um, but I, I don't really you're, have You're regret. obviously talking in code, and I want you to continue that way because I'm not going to ask you follow-ups on that because obviously that's personal information. But this is this is where – and that wasn't like a hint, hey, say more, honestly. it was. It, it's, I'm, I'm stopping you because I can hear like that it's not necessarily comfortable to talk about, so, which is totally fine, and you're right, so don't talk further about it. No, I'm, I, I'm fine no, no, I, I really don't want whatever. you to. I, no, no I'm, I'm telling you, I really don't want you to. That's like your business. But I think that this is like goes for every single person out there. Like – it's weird, like because clearly, and, and by the way, if you want to be specific about Francona, I mean, if I would have said a week ago to any random sports fan listening, "Hey, what do you think about Frank Terry Francona?" It would have been, "Oh, one of the all-time great guys in sports. I'd love him to manage my baseball team any day of the week." And maybe he is. I don't know, but it certainly wouldn't be leaning in that direction right now, right? If they knew that Mickey Calloway while he was under his watch, was, you know, uh, uh, horrible and, sex- and sending, like, these horrible sexual pictures to people. I mean, that's, like, obviously inappropriate. Uh, the Athletic reported th- uh, that the affair between Callaway and a woman included unsolicited pornographic material, including photos and at least one video, according to the husband. So it was, ba- it was a husband. Uh, I mean, it was a wi- the, the husband had to complain to the Indians about this, and they all knew about it, it's which a- is terrible. And then gave him a glowing recommendation. <laughs> So well, sometimes be- you give people glowing recommendations to get them out. Yeah, but that's that's the situation where if the person's just a turd, this is a different animal. Right. Yeah. Yes, Jeanette. So I do not have a close relationship with my biological father on my count because he was so negative. So I absolutely understand where Nick Francona is coming from. Uh, would you post uh, something on social and put a, put them on blast to that level? If Obviously, it, I'm not claiming that you're, you know, in your case, you'd be the more famous and you're still trying to garner fame by doing the job you're doing in, in like your rookie season, so to speak, right? Than your dad would be. Nick Francona's dad is a lot more famous than all of us combined, right? Like, so it's, it's a little bit, it's tricky in that regard, right? But would you put your dad, and I'm not asking you to do that here, but would you put your biological father on blast like that? If it was to this degree... Absolutely. I would have no issue because that is a mark. If if you knew he hurt someone else or contributed to the demise of someone else. Absolutely. Because that is my name and that goes part with my legacy and I want nothing to do with that. Yeah, it's just, it's an odd situation. Because if you don't call him out, then you're an ally. That's the way I see it. We also don't know what the history of... Nick Francona and Terry Francona's relationship is with because he hints to things that the I public mean, clearly knows. He hints that it's the, 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 the dad cheated on the mom. That, that was pretty obvious, right? And, and in, in the way that he hinted at it. And it could have been multiple things. So he may have already done the, all right, I'm going to eat this one. All right, I'm going to eat this one. Okay, let me stop this animal because he's not stopping on his own. Yeah. That's I mean, the way I see it because I right, would do the again, same. 
we're, we're all kind of get. I mean, I'll read you here at ESPN.com. The Cleveland Indians were made aware of complaints about Mickey Calloway's sexual inappropriate behavior during his tenure as their pitching coach, despite the team's public statements to the contrary, according to a report by The Athletic. Indians president of baseball operations, Chris Antonetti, in response to an earlier report by The Athletic that detailed allegations that, against Calloway, said last month that the organization was aware of any inappropriate uh, was unaware, excuse me, of any inappropriate behavior towards women. But according to the latest report published by uh, Tuesday by The Athletic, the husband of a woman who had an extramarital affair with Callaway from 15 to 17 uh, contacted the Indians multiple times to complain about Callaway's behavior. The team's public relations and communications staff brought the husband's complaints to the attention of Antonetti, Indians manager Terry Francona, and general manager Mike Chernoff during the summer of 2017, according to The Athletic. This issue was addressed with Callaway by the three highest-ranking baseball officials a former Indians employee told The Athletic. Francona said later Tuesday that no one in the Indians organization covered up for Callaway and that the team plans to release a statement further addressing the matter. Nobody's ever, ever deliberately covered up for anybody. I can tell you that, Francona said in a Zoom call from the, the spring training con- uh, complex in Arizona. The Athletic reported that the affair between Callaway and the woman included unsolicited pornographic material, including photos and at least one video. According to the husband, the husband discussed the affair in 2017 with a major league baseball security official who told him that Callaway wants this all to go away. A leaked source confirmed to The Athletic that a report about the husband's complaint was filed to Major League Baseball. And it goes on. I mean, listen, here's the thing. Like, this is a weird thing to say, but this is kind of the way it goes a lot of times in these locker rooms. Like, like people just think, like, oh, this guy's having, you know, seeing this this girl on the side. And, like, it's kind of commonplace, as mm-hmm. horrible as that sounds. So they may not think anything of it in the moment. But again, I guess what, what I'm really asking is not about whether or not his behavior is appropriate, but like, are you supposed to be loyal to everyone in your family? No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Well, you say that, Jeanette, but a lot of people could see, hear that and say, like, I completely disagree. Like, if they're your family, you have to be loyal to them. If my, sometimes, if I fo- followed my biological father's ideas and what he had set for me what he wanted for me was definitely not in my best interest in terms of going to school in terms of following my career and it became so toxic and negative i pers- he didn't want you to do that no he right because it, it seemed like my biological father wanted me to go to school and be successful but on his terms <laughs> not the school that i wanted not oh, got it, got and it, got financially got set the way i would be successful right so I, if I were to follow what he wanted for me, it would have been I would not be in this chair talking to you and Coquel right now. In terms, maybe, and maybe that's you should have listened to him. <laughs> <laughs> seems and like he was right. <laughs> yeah, seems like he actually had a better path than than, than maybe your mom did. I'm just saying. Uh, but you know, like there are times, and this is horrible to say, and maybe Coquel, you have felt this way with the family members you're talking about. There have been times where I wish I was so rich I could buy people, my, buy family members off. I'm not even kidding with you. Say, so here's, here's my, I'm going to buy you a house in a place far away, go away. I'm not even kidding. I see. That's I, a horrible thing to say, but I've literally thought about Because <laughs> the way I am is, I want to make sure I'm taking care of you, but I also don't want you near me. Oh, I think the opposite. Like, if this is what you're going to give me, I'm not going to, I'm not investing in you to leave me alone. And Nick Francona today, Terry Francona's son, may have put this out there saying, this is actually my best method to get him to understand how much this is affecting me to maybe change. Like, I'll, I'll make a prediction right now. I bet you Terry Francona walks away. I bet you this is going to be, this is, this is it. Now, I'm not saying forever, and I'm not saying today, but I, I bet you this is going to end with him saying, 
Because there's, you know what? I understand that this guy may be bad, but there's also been so much good with Terry Francona that people, I guess, have missed, or like, or I guess we've missed the bad and seen the good. I feel like this has got to be the biggest gut punch of his entire life. Or he just thinks he's above it and doesn't care. Nah, I just I feel like, like, how can you be that way? He might not want a relationship with his son at this point. Yeah, I mean, and he had health issues last year anyway. Um, he said his quote today is, "I love all my children unconditionally." Oh. As you can imagine, that's a very difficult thing to see. So to deal with it publicly is hurtful. Yeah, I'm just I'm telling you, I could see this kind of being something where you just say, you know what? I've obviously made a lot of mistakes. I've obviously made a ton of mistakes relative to um, to the sports aspect of it. Or not the sports, like within the sport, I should say, like with uh, the Callaway situation. And then obviously my own life, I have stuff to work on. Like, is this really worth managing the Cleveland Indians right now? And I say it that way, like, it's going to sound horrible, but it's not like you're managing the Red Sox when you had World Series teams every year. You're managing a team that is dumping players left and right because of money. Is this, is this what you want to do right now? But I, I don't know. Coquel, do you believe that you have to be loyal to your family unconditionally? I don't. I don't. I don't think. But then I'm guilty of it also. There are things that my brother has done that if anyone else did it, I would have liked later. I'm not defending you. But with him, I defend him to the end for because whatever reason. But that's more. Brother. Yeah, or the bond we had growing up. I don't know which one. I don't know if it's the blood part of it or just it was me and him against the world growing up, and that's kind of still there. And I feel like I have to protect him even though he's older. 888 the number to jump in. Again, I went, well, I went pretty deep on this. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just, I don't know. I mean, to me, like, that's the beauty of doing what we get to do for a living um, is that there are going to be some days where we're going to talk about, you know, Jeanette's illogical thought process to the fact that she thinks she should be in the intern hall of fame within our company. <laughs> there are going to be other days where we're saying J.J. Watts on the Arizona Cardinals. And there are going to be other days where we're going to sit back. And, and by the way, Mike Tannenbaum in 25 minutes. Um, <laughs> and there are going to be other days where you're going to sit back and say, wow. One of the most well-known managers in all of baseball may have been part of a cover-up of sexual harassment and then by Mickey Calloway, his then-pitching coach, then recommended him to get a managerial job. And then finally, when it really hits him, is when his own son annihilates him publicly on Twitter. It's... That's not one you plan for, necessarily. It's not like, hey, you know, yesterday, let's, let's, let's put it in the notes for today. Mike in New York listening on the ESPN app. What's up, Mike? What's going on, Ev? What up? So, like, this is the whole thing. Like, everybody, yeah, he's a yeah, well-known, great guy, everything like that. Allegedly. I can tell you allegedly. personally. Allegedly, right. But that's going to be my second point. But I, I don't talk to members of my family because of the events that unfolded four years ago. Mm. Everybody looks at Bill Cosby. As a great guy, America's dad, look what happened to him. Mm-hmm. He was a complete psychopath. You never know. I mean, you think so? Durant, team. Durant going to the Warriors caused your entire <laughs> family to break it. That is fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I understand. Wow, Durant really I did mean, it the to form you guys. a super team like that. Come on, that breaks and up it the was family. because because he, it was because the ESPN put out there that he was going to the Knicks and it was going to be a super <laughs> team. Look what that happened. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. For, for years, get out of her own way. But okay, so so stuff happened in your family, and you guys are not right. like on the same page now. Would you put them if you were a famous person? 
Would you put them on on blast publicly? Have to because uh, you know we live in the age of everything is documented online. You just go and say, "There you go, you're an idiot. Look at what happened." And it's just it's just like like that. And I know that he's already like kind of had that past, Terry Francona or Cherry Francona, was it called? But he already has that kind of past already with the him cheating on the mom. So there's something there when there's smoke, there's fire. So. It, I mean, publicly, everybody thinks he's a great guy, but so did Bill Cosby. Matter that. Yeah. Like no, I mean, and, just, and I don't want to compare those two, but I guess, and, and thanks for the phone call, I guess I understand why it, it's, it's all around the harassment and inappropriate treatment. I just, by the way, I didn't even think about this. I remember, there was one night I was at a hotel in Miami, and I walk out of the hotel, and Francona was standing there. I was like, what the hell is Terry Francona doing here? Mm. Now, the Heat were playing the Celtics that night, and I, but... I don't know. It seemed odd that he was. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't read into it. Maybe, or maybe I should have noticed <laughs> something then. Uh, Vinny in West Palm. What's up, Vinny? What's up, Evan? Uh, I, I cannot even unbelieve the level that this has gone to. First and foremost is they have no backing because if they internally took care of it, like to punish him, let's say Callaway internally and and kept it quiet, and that would be okay. But to sit there and deny it first, the I think it was the GM came out and said there was nothing that they even knew about, and right. then it comes out. They have no leg to stand on to go backwards to say, well, well Vinny, at least Vinny, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, though. I, I'm curious to know from the real-life perspective, because you and I have known each other for, what, almost what, 15, 16 years, 17 years, whatever it is. You, you have been an A1 since day one. You're, you're a, what a, a great business leader in Palm Beach County. Okay, you have all these networking events, all these highfalutin business people that are loyal to you and you're loyal to them and you're a good man. I know that. I've been around you enough. Are you, you. Are you automatically loyal to everyone in your family? Uh, I can tell you no. Uh, personally, right now, no. You have, to, you have to have morals and things you stand for, whether it's blood or not, my friend. Your name is, is your recognition. Um, and blood doesn't mean I let my knee get dirty. That means so, so when Nick, so when Nick Francona puts his dad on blast like this, you look at it and say it may not be what I would have done, but I kind of understand it. Absolutely, you have to have a, you have to stand for something in life, and everybody has their morals that they stand for, and, and everybody's is different. But maybe his son, this is something very important to him more than anything and he felt like he had to put it on blast um i would have dealt with it in a little bit of a different way but i definitely would have slammed the action uh because you have to do what you know everybody's different in morals but you have to do what's right in my sense and they had even if they internally took care of it they lied about it and that's a major major problem and you have to represent your name going forward not only in the community but your own family your own children i don't know if that uh, his son has kids, but he has, I, if you have kids, they're looking at you and looking at you as an example. And you have to constantly show them what you think is the right thing to do and mold them. Yeah. So remember, it's not just the outside world that's looking at you. Sometimes it's inside your own house that's looking at you that's even more important. Well said as always, Vinny. Thanks for the phone call. 888-760-3776, number to jump in. Boy, we got deep today. Jeez. Mm. Man, oh, man. Wow. Past the plantain chips. I mean, what is going on around here? I'll take a bag. <laughs> Final words on this before we move on, because I do think like we need to maybe put a smile on people's faces here, because 
This is not uplifting in any way, shape, or form. Oh, I was going to ask you what you would do if your kid did it to you, but I don't think that's the smile way to go. I mean, if I acted in a way that would be like or harmful you, to the family or you and cover, harmful to others. If you covered for someone up, else, yeah. I mean, I kind of deserve it, don't I? Yes. But everything you've done for your kids? Okay, explain what that is, though. Like, what do you look at that as? Raise them, say, roof them, fed them, love them. So money. I said love. No, I'm not saying you're not, you're not acknowledging that. I'm just saying, like, really what it comes down to is money. Because no, I think- you they were able to live. And I'm sure, by the way, Terry Francona's kids were able to live better than most financially. Not, not I'm saying they're happy-go-lucky, but I'm saying from a financial perspective. Guy made millions for a long period of time. I looked long up, period of time. I looked up to my dad because my biological father. I have a wonderful stepfather. I looked up to my uh, biological dad because I thought he was a hero to me. And I realized that a lot of my anxiety, a lot of my questioning, a lot of just... I looked for him for answers... And everything was about him, 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 him. And then he started acting up too. Um, he cheated on my mom multiple times, and I was actually the one who told my family about it. Oof! Because I, I was, I had to for my mom. I'm very protective over my mom and my younger sister, and I don't regret it. Now my biological dad and I have a great relationship. He played professional basketball in Puerto Rico, and we started talking about that. So what? That- you just dropped that in now? <laughs> After 10 years in the intern <laughs> Hall of Fame? I know. Your dad was a pro basketball player? Yeah, he actually, uh, I believe he tried out for the Heat, but he tore his ACL. What? Yeah. And Coquel's like, you have a younger sister? What? <laughs> this is the first time. <laughs> and an older one. <laughs> Why am I not knowing about this? Where was this five years ago? <laughs> I do I mean, want what? to say that my biological dad and I are in great speaking terms right now, but... <laughs> Not if he's listening today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How dare you out a former pro basketball player? <laughs> Can but, I ask you his first name? I want to look him up. Or no? We'll do that off air. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But so... Then what you're saying, though, is... And, and again, it's not apples to apples. But you're saying, hey, sometimes the blow up could lead to the resolution that Terry Francona may not have realized any of his wrongdoings. And by the way, I'm not saying this. our focus should be on just Francona because Callaway is the, the culprit here, right? Like this is the guy that's doing this or did this, I should say. But the, the cover-up, as we always say, right, is, is, you know, is, is worse than the crime sometimes. I don't know that it's that way in this case. But like there's a chance that this is what he really needed in order to really, truly wake up of like, wait, what happened here? Why is my son so furious about my behavior? And maybe this will help him realize that. And you have two sisters and your dad was played pro basketball. Mm. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise. What position? I don't know. What? Who are you referring to when you're asking that question? <laughs> that, was, that was my follow-up joke. She didn't give me a position. I finally had a good joke, and she blew it. So, actually, one of my sisters is a half-sister on my dad's part, if that says anything else. Oh, yeah, oh. no, it does. Sure yep. Does. Okay. And how's your relationship with her? Oh, she's very close to her. Maria, she lives in Puerto Rico. I typically go visit her two, three times a year, vice versa, but... The pandemic happened, so I haven't seen her in a bit. Puerto Rico. Epa. Como va? 
o llegará en una dinamete. I see you, big pun. I see you, big pun. I mean, that would actually be terrible if I saw Big Pun because he's not alive, so that would be a problem. Rob in Port St. Lucie. What's up, Rob? Hey, Evan. How you doing? By the way, you can't be the, the commissioner of common sense today because Jeanette's bringing it. I, don't think, I think she's good by you today. I mean, come on. Well, the commissioner of common sense doesn't always apply to fun stuff. And in this case, here's what I'm going to say. Okay, First of all, your question, it's terrible that it has to be asked. And the question I'm talking about is should you throw your parent under the bus? Because yeah. right is right, wrong is wrong. And the biggest problem that we have in this country today is people don't see it that way. There's too much nepotism. If you're doing something wrong, if you, Evan, see something wrong, if I see somebody, I don't know, stealing an old lady's purse, and I don't say something at the time it's happening, in my opinion, I'm just as guilty. So my question, or my follow-up question that I think should be asked is, if this person saw this all along, why now? Why didn't you say something sooner? And aren't you just as guilty of letting it happen? You're saying the son. Yeah. Why well, say something now and no, never before okay. if you've oh, known no, it was no, going no, on? No, no, but, but that's part of the statement that, that the son made is that, is that he's, he asked. Well, I'll, I'll do it this way, right? So, Rob, let's pretend you're my dad and I think something's going on. And I ask you directly and we have a good relationship and you answer me directly. And you, you say, no, this is not what happened. Don't I have it kind of an innate, like, don't I have to then trust you? Because this is the first. Yeah, you do. But I believe what you said, and, when I heard, and I heard it the first time when you read the article, was that he knew of things when this person was with the Cleveland Indians organization. So why wasn't something brought to you, if you're going to do a Twitter blast or if you're going to go to the media, why didn't Nick go to the media or to Twitter to blast him when it was actually happening and he knew of it? Why say something now? What prompted the conversation from him now? Which could mean maybe it's not 100% correct, or what was the reason that he came out now, and why didn't he come out sooner with it? I don't That's know. all I'm I saying. Don't, yeah, I Asking. don't know the answer to that question. Yeah, it's, a, it's fair questions, I, and thanks for the call as always. I don't know the answers to that. I don't know any of the answers to that. Wasn't it more that the dad knew when it was going on, not so much the son? The right, son's but more learning? Right, no, but he, what, what, what Rob is saying is the dad was aware I'm sorry, the son was aware that the dad kind of may have known, whatever. But if you confront a family member that you trust and they tell you something, that's where the family member can get the benefit of the doubt, I think. Yeah, especially if it's a family member that you trust. By the way, I don't know if you know, Jeanette's mom was a quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers uh, in the 80s. It's actually Joe Montana. That's that's her mom somehow. Uh, Tony in West Palm on ESPN 106.3. What's up, Tony? Evan, what up? What up? Yo, you like that big pun Yo, drop I'm there. This, I know you I'm like a, that. Take... I know you like that pun. Come on. Give me some love on the big pun. I didn't hear what you say, but yo, what? I ain't catch it. <laughs> Forget it. Just give me your point. Come on. Hey, yo, check me out. I'm going to take the side of uh, of the of the son, right? Because as a son whose father, you know, left Matt early, I saw him doing all kinds of dirt. You know, they had me in clubs when I was a kid, like, like, 11, 12 years old, all kinds of wildness in Dominican Republic, right? I'm going to do it like this. If he talked to his pops, right, straight up, him and his pops had a conversation, he'd been on all this information, his pops still ain't coming off of his square. He he ain't coming off of how he feels. Mm-hmm. Yo, you go to Twitter, you got a following, you hit up Jeff, what was dude's name, Jeff Passing? 
You hit up Jeff Pass and be like, yo, Jeff I got a story drunk, to tell. Hit me up. No, you don't got to go all deep into details because the story's already known. They already handled it. You want to put your pops out on blast for real? Yo, you pop, put your pops out on blast for real. And then when you hit, you know, 40 years old, y'all two sit down and y'all have a beer over it. You know what I mean? But that's just how I see it. And, yo, you got to, you know, speak up for women. And you got to make sure that, you know, women are protected and always respect women. God bless. 100%. Tony, let me ask you one follow Oh, nope. God. Yeah, he's gone. There's one follow-up that's important here that really is the biggest takeaway. I mean, it's really not right that Jeanette waited this long to tell us that her dad played professional basketball. I mean, that, this is really, I mean, this is malpractice, I think, by her. This is really, I mean, like, horrible. <laughs> I will make it a, so obviously in the last dance, I flipped out because Phil Jackson play, was a coach in Puerto Rico while my dad played basketball. For uh, Phil Jackson? Not for Phil Jackson, but they had an interaction. Oh, sure, that was not relevant until now. <laughs> <laughs> so these are things I have I've that, learned. That Jordan guy? <laughs> <laughs> these are all things I have learned within the past. All right, I'm going to ask you a real question right now because there's only one professional basketball player that I'm aware of that played in Puerto Rico. Are you Al Horford's sister? <laughs> no. Okay. Because but, Al Horford she said, said but, oh, but yeah. what? So this is going to be, a, you have to stick with, this is going to be a little bit of an explanation, all right? So my, Where am I going? <laughs> Was I planning on going somewhere? So I've been in the same house as Al Horford before. Because my mm -hmm. grandmother name is Mildred Guerra. Guerra. So she's half Jew, half Hispanic. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Guerra in the Dominican Republic is the last name of a Grammy-winning artist in the Dominican Republic, Juan Luis Guerra, who I've met many times. His Coquel niece is actually very close with Vita Guerra. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> His niece is married to Al Horford, who was Miss Universe. Hmm. There you go. Wow, I just went to Vita Guerra's Twitter. I'm a little distracted. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's weird. I was typing in her name, too. So, okay, so your, uh, wait, your grandmother is, wait, say this again, so your grandmother, he yeah. was in the same house, she was so in the same house as Al Horford. My, my mom's maiden name is Carmen Guerra. She helped raise a very famous Latin Grammy winning artist named Juan Luis Guerra. Of course. No, why wouldn't yeah. why would that yeah, just pop up now? I have Mike Tannenbaum in seven minutes. Yeah, and you got this now. Go ahead. <laughs> and Juan Luis Guerra's niece is married to Al Horford. Okay, so let me see if I can figure out what she's saying here. So your mom either was like a nanny or a uh, best No, we're friend? related. We're related. Oh. Okay. Huh. So you are or not related to Al Horford? <laughs> no, he's just in the family. <laughs> but I was really asking if your dad played ball against his dad. Somehow it got into I Vita Guerra's so. ass. I think so. I think my dad mentioned that. Hold up. I'm going to ask him. I'll text him. Your dad mentioned Vita Guerra's ass. It sounds like he did, actually, based on some of the descriptions that she's giving of her dad. What is happening? Wow. Okay. Well, you know what? This was a get-to-know-you Jeanette show for us, as a matter of fact. I don't know about for the audience, I'm gonna but text for Coquel and I. I'm going to text my dad now and ask him if he played with Al Horford's dad. 
Tito Orford. It happens to be his name as well. Um, all right, we're going to get to the top five and five. We're going to have five minutes to do the top five and five. I like this. We're going to do this in a second. Uh, but first, I do want to tell everybody about Bob and the team at Bradley Heating and Air Conditioning, locally owned and operated in the Western communities for over 40 years. Bradley Heating and Air Conditioning provides both residential, commercial service, installation. They do it all. Factory trained technicians. Bradley can provide routine periodic inspections, license warranty, and post-warranty repairs with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Bradley specializes in cost effective solutions to fit your individual needs so call bradley heating and air conditioning today 561-793-7497 or visit bradleyair.com to speak with the knowledgeable and trained team at bradley heating and air conditioning time now for the top five at five this is the top five at five the five biggest topics in the world of sports and beyond here's evan cohen it is the top five at five here on espn 106.3 along with chris coquel and jeanette horford uh, we have five questions that Coquel <laughs> will have. We will count it down five through one, debate the answers now. Coquel, what do you have? The Red Sox used baseball's new spring training mercy rule that allows them to abruptly end the music, end an inning after their pitcher has pitched 20 pitches. How would the you- music? <laughs> oh, the music just stopped while I was reading. How would you oh. apply this rule in your life? <laughs> all right, guys, this was fun. I'll talk to you all later. <laughs> what? You love hanging out with me on here. No? So Hello? is this going to carry over to the regular season? It's <laughs> like if you're in the mood, you can just end the inning? This is a rule? It's a spring training rule. So the Baseball pitchers- finally got it. They're like, everybody's bored by this sport now. Just like at any point, like, oh, this is terrible. I mean, can we please, like, we, we got it, you know, we all want to watch Van Pelt on SportsCenter. Can we hurry this up, please? It's enough. I've had enough. Let's go. I'm done with this. Is that what this is now? Is that what baseball has here? Fascinating. I love it for spring training because that does happen where you're waiting for whatever to come on ESPN and there's a spring training game between the Blue Jays and the Orioles. And you're like, come on, wrap it up. Don't be knocking the Orioles. Why? Don't be. My boy, Brandon Hyde is their manager. Great guy. Oh. All-time great guys. Don't be knocking them. That's my squad, my second squad. Mets and then the Orioles. I root for them next. Uh, number four. Oh, fine. I didn't want an answer anyway. Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. Oh, and, the, seen- and the Phillies, of course, because shout out to Girardi. Joe Girardi. Did I tell you that I was once in a house with Girardi with uh, Torian Green and Corey Brewer? And uh, as a matter of fact, that we were all together. Uh, no, go ahead. And Joe Torrey's my dad. Deshaun Watson <laughs> <laughs> was seen in Miami again, this time at Fountain Blue. Should this excite Miami Dolphin fans? If, if Deshaun Watson's not seen at Fountain Blue, I think it's a story. If you're an NFL quarterback that's like a multi-gazillionaire and you're money and you're cool and you're not in a Miami hotel, what's wrong with you? Like, I think we should question all quarterbacks that are not at Miami hotels. We can't do this, though. We cannot do this. Do you remember we did this, Coquel, when Peyton Manning signed with the Broncos? It was like, oh, he's got a place on South Beach. I'm like, who doesn't have a place on South Beach that's a millionaire? Like, this is just stupid. We got to stop this. He's actually employed by another team. So, no, it's a non-issue. Number three. When discussing breaking his own free agency news, J.J. Watt had this to say. At the very end, when when I decided that Arizona was the place, we realized how quiet it had truly been on that front. And I said, I I think I'm going to announce this one on my own. Uh, Take control of of your own narrative as a player. And so I had actually a few, this is kind of funny, it's kind of stupid too, but whatever. Uh, A few days earlier, we had known like kind of the final, you know, four or five teams. We had an idea of who the final four or five teams were. So 
I had shirts for each team ordered just in case, you know, the situation arose. But we were trying to keep this so quiet that I didn't trust whoever at the packaging facility would not see my name on the package and put two and two together. And so I had my brother's high school friend use his credit card and his address and he shipped the shirts to his house. Um, and then I he brought them over to my house so that we could make this all happen. So uh, shout out to Doug and uh, Joe for making this happen. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> They're the they're the true brains behind the shirt that I wore uh, for the workout. Would you have kept JJ's secret if you were Dougie Boy and Joey Baby? Yes, because I'm part of that, that crew. Two things on this. It's both, as he said, it's kind of like interesting and stupid. The interesting part is how much he wanted to break his own news and keep it secret, which I do give him credit for. The stupid part is like, you're not that important. Like, give me a break. I mean, people were responding to his every tweet, though, of where That's he's true. going. I guess maybe maybe you are that important. Jeez. Um, time to play some tag. I love that show on Fox that he hosts. By the way, Jimmy Butler out tonight, unfortunately. Jimmy Butler out tonight, which sucks uh, for the Heat again against the Hawks. Number two, Coco. Lions coach Dan Campbell was asked who would have final say in personnel issues between Campbell and GM Brad Holmes. Brad and I do. Okay. So, but again, what, but what happens if you don't agree? Well, here's what I would say. I kind of brought this up at the very weeks ago, but here's what I'd say about a true alpha. A true alpha knows when it's time to concede for the betterment of the team. And so I would tell you one way or another, we, we've already, there's already been a couple of things where it's like, uh, maybe we don't, you see it a little more this way, I see it a little, we haven't had one problem and we're not going to have a problem. Because if we feel like it's a betterment for the team, and ultimately, let's go to work. what what is the, Brad feels one way, what does the pack feel like? How does everybody feel? How do all the coaches oh, feel? I can't How does Ray Agnew feel? Honestly, and if I'm the one, the odd man out, I got rough. zero problem being like. <laughs> oh, God. So, all right, turn it listen, off, Listen, I'm just telling you. Please, turn it off. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, so. I, he's right about this. Like, yes, like that would be a good leader to hearing other people out, but that's just vomit. Go to number one. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask you, who should the Lions hire as their coach in 2023? <laughs> <sighs> Joe Brady, uh, Eric Bieniemy, one of the two. Next, one, number one. Nick Francona, son of a Cleveland Indians manager. Terry Francona went to Twitter to out his father and Indians president, baseball operations, Chris Antonetti, regarding them giving the Mets a strong recommendation for disgraced manager Mickey Calloway, despite knowledge of his unseemly behavior. How should the Indians and Major League Baseball handle this situation? I'm starting to think Francona is going to handle it for them. My gut is telling me that Francona may just look at this and say, I need to figure out my own life. Like, uh, managing a baseball team seems so ridiculous. I need to, like, kind of look back at what happened, what is going on, how did I get to this point, how did we get to this point, and, I, and his health is an issue as it is. I could see him just walking away altogether. That would be my prediction. And I'm not saying that's how baseball is going to handle it, but that's how I could see he, uh, he, as in Terry Francona, handling this. Top 5 at 5 here on ESPN 106.3, streaming live ESPNWestPalm.com and on the ESPN app. Um... Boy, that, that was rough to listen to, that audio. I got to be honest. He's the with, worst. With, with Campbell. Oy, oy, oy. Man, oh, man. Just, just. Uh, anyway, uh, it's not tough to listen to, P- to me talk about PNC because it's my bank of choice. Make it your bank of choice as well. And PNC Bank is committed to all those who are rooting for the home team. Day in, day out, sports fans love to show their pride. Team jerseys, hats, and giant foam fingers with the PNC Virtual Wallet. You can take your finance game to a whole new level while supporting your home team. Get a breakdown of your budget. Quickly check how much money is scheduled out for bills versus how much is left to spend on the things you love. Easily set up automated savings to help you take control of today and 
work towards those tickets to the big game tomorrow. To learn more, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, make today the day. Virtual Wallet is a registered trademark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. Copyright 2021, PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. All rights reserved. PNC Bank National Association member FDIC. It's my bank of choice. Make it yours as well. Let's talk some NFL with Mike Tannenbaum. The Jets, the Dolphins, and now ESPN. Palm Beach County's own Mike Tannenbaum shares his football expertise every week on ESPN 106.3. Brought to you by HSS, U.S. number one in orthopedics, according to U.S. News and World Report, and now in Florida. Accepting virtual and in-person appointments in West Palm Beach and Wellington. And Mike joins us now. You know what? I figured, Mike, uh, that we could get kind of a GM lesson from you today, which I, I it's, it sounds like I'm putting you on the spot, but it's going to be the ABCs and one, two, threes for you and nothing with nothing. But I figured we could use a real-life example of something that happened today for you to explain how this crazy world that you've been in forever works. The Miami Dolphins today release a guy in Kyle Van Noy, big-time linebacker, who they just signed a year ago to a four-year, $51 million contract. They released him after one season. People hear that. They don't understand how that works. Explain how that all works, how you get a guy like that, you sign him to that kind of deal, and you release him, and it somehow could make sense for your team. Well, you know, every uh, contract structure is slightly different in terms of when the money is guaranteed, or in this case, how it's guaranteed. So he probably had a injury guarantee that if he couldn't pass physical, then his money this year would be guaranteed. But since he could pass physical, um, <clears throat> there's the guaranteed money uh, literally just dissipates. So for the Dolphins, they could there'll be a cap charge for the signing bonus that was prorated in the past, Evan. But on a go forward basis, uh, it's one of those things where. It's not exactly what you read, and because of that, um, they could save a lot of money in terms of the non-guaranteed dollars go away when they cut them. Did you ever sign a guy or hear about a team signing a guy where it looks like a four- or five-year deal, but you knew at the moment you signed him that you're structuring the contract on a one-year deal, whether they know it or not? Uh, Yeah, you never were trying to hide it from people, but like you wanted to give yourself optionality, and sometimes... uh, It's um, kind of hard to explain where it could be a two-year deal, three-year deal, four-year deal. But invariably, Evan, not most NFL contracts, Kirk Cousins being the big exception, uh, not every contract guaranteed dollars throughout it, and both player agents and teams know that. You bring up an interesting point because, and I'm not saying it necessarily works in this case with Van Noy, but everyone says, well, the NFL does not have guaranteed contracts. And I always say, well, yes, they do. The players and agents in my, and, and teams seem to never agree on fully guaranteeing them, right? Like, So technically, you could have – and I understand pretty much all of the contracts in the other sports are primarily guaranteed. But in, in your sport, they can be fully guaranteed, but you guys just don't do that for whatever reason. Correct. Well, it's all – it comes back to, you know um, – Leverage has had it. Vikings wanted him, and he did have a fully guaranteed contract. But players get other things. They get massive signing bonuses. They get protected if they get hurt. Everything is um, there's context to everything. So it's just one of those things where um, 
well, not the contract in and of itself is guaranteed. The sign bonus makes a difference. Cash flow, first couple of years. So there's other elements to that. So, like, I guess the other thing that, that we, we hear so much about now is, is dead cap, right? Like, oh, they can't get rid of this guy because of a dead cap, which basically means, in, in my understanding, in layman's terms, it's the money that will count against the cap but not that you actually have to pay. But then we hear, well, it's post-June 1st. Explain to the audience because we're going to hear a whole hell of a lot about this. right? Like uh, Kyle Rudolph was just released by the Vikings, Mike. Um, so we're going to hear a whole hell of a lot about this over the next couple of weeks. Oh, well, this guy's released. That guy's released. It's going to save them here. And we're going to be like, I don't understand. How does it save them? Explain dead cap and post-June 1st for the audience here. So basically, like, what's interesting about the NFL uh, salary cap system is all money that's paid to a player will eventually hit the cap. So if the Dolphins paid Kyle Van Noy $10 million to sign last year on a $4 million a four-year deal, 2.5 count last year, and then there's 2.5 counting this year, and then the other $2.5 million in year three and four go out into the future, if they cut him this year, the additional $5 million would accelerate in, and the Dolphins would have $7,500,000 on their cap and no player because last year they paid him $10 million and only 2.5 hit their cap. So that's really the difference. It's more of a timing issue. If you would release a player post-June 1st, 2.5 count last year, 2.5 counts this year, and then the other $5 million would go into 2022. Talking with Mike Tannenbaum, of course, of ESPN, Palm Beach County resident, Jets, Dolphins. Do you do you like this system? I mean, you, you've had dealings with other sports. You were the agent for Steve Kerr, David Blatt. I know they're head coaches, but part of it is understanding the cap of, you know, Kerr's walking into the Warriors where Steph has a crazy good deal, team-friendly deal. Blatt's walking into the Cavs pre-LeBron. Like, so do you like the NFL structure versus the other sports or no? I do. And, and you know, look. Like anything else, there's you know pros and cons where you know teams don't like giving out big sign bonuses. Team players would like to have all their money guaranteed, but I think there's enough trade-offs with 53 players. Like that's the big difference between football and all the other sports. Of it is like think about all the transactions. You know, rosters go up to 90 in the off season, which is really remarkable when you think about it. And only 53 make the team, so you do need some you know flexibility as it relates to you know moving players on and off the roster. All right, let's get an update on the quarterbacks. Um, I'll just give you the name. You tell me, like, the in-the-moment gut feeling as to what's going to happen. Russell Wilson. He's a Seahawk this year. Stay tuned for next year. Deshaun Watson. Tough one. I think he's back in juice. That's tough. I think it's going to go on for a while. I think this one's going to get really, really sticky this year. Let me kind of throw a wrench into this because I do this with you every single week. You have convinced me, and I'm totally on board with you, that there's no reason to trade him. Like, there's no reason if you're the Texans to trade him. Call his bluff if you have to. Make him sit out of a game. Unless somebody gives me something that I never expected to get. It was joked about yesterday when J.J. Watts signed with Arizona. But if I was Arizona, I would rather have Deshaun Watson. And if I'm Houston, I don't want anybody but Deshaun Watson. But if you're going to call me about Kyler Murray and I'm going to get some picks, I may have to listen to you. Yeah, and Callum Murray's from Texas. Um, yeah, there, 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 there could be some sense to that. Um, that could be a win-win, and um, boy, that would certainly be a wow. That could be a, a, a monster, monster deal, and that could be a situation where Callum Murray's not Deshaun Watson, but you're in a pretty good situation if you're Houston, or much better than where you once were. All right, let's go to um, Jimmy G. I think he's back in San Francisco. I think they look for his replacement, but 
I think that's going to be harder. That is much harder said than actually done. Yeah, and I don't get the whole Teddy Bridgewater thing. I like Teddy Bridgewater, but like, why would they be interested in Teddy Bridgewater if he's the exact same kind of like statistically as Jimmy G? Like, it doesn't make sense to me at all. To- totally, but. totally agree. And um, I-, I think Bridgewater is a nice player, but I-, I-, I totally agree with that assessment. Uh, it's not even close at this point. Drew Brees, NBC. You're convinced. Even though the workout video, oh, I mean, I'm sure you've been talking about it, like on Get Up and everything. Like the workout video was a thing this weekend. You know that. He's not playing for the Saints. He's stopping progress. So um, it's just one of these things where um, I, they got to move on. Jameis is their future, and he's had a great, great, great run, but it's time to move on. All right. Let me challenge this on one thing if I understand this right. Correct me if I'm wrong. Breeze, if he plays this year, is a twelve million dollar cap hit. Well, well, they would have to renegotiate his contract based on make his base salary. He went down for the minimum temporary. If he played, they would have to totally redo his deal. Evan. Okay, because I thought it was a twelve million dollar cap hit. I'm like, if that's the case, that I would want Drew Breeze. Like, I don't care if he's not what he once was. I'm not getting a quarterback at a twelve million dollar hit. Even Jameis is going to cost me more than that. So I, you know, that yeah, that to that, me was yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, no, that was just a temporary step for them to delay a cap charge. Um, he he won't if he was going to play, he would play for significantly. Did we lose Mike there? We got you. No. Okay. All right. So then, basically, what you're saying here is that as all of this is happening, it's kind of dying down. Like Dak's going to end up back with Dallas. You don't think that Watson's going to get traded. You don't think that Wilson's going to leave now. You don't think Breeze is coming back and that he's going to stick to the retirement. You don't think Bridgewater is going to go to the Niners. It sounds as if right this second, although I know that like this is what you do for a living now and this is what I do, we'd like to see all of this movement. It sounds like you're very skeptical that it's actually going to happen. Yeah, well, we'll see. There's always a surprise or two, you know, Who's going to start in New England, for example? You know, there, there's a lot of interesting questions that still need to be answered. Is it Sam Darnold or is it Zach Wilson at the Jets? Like, there's still a long, long way to go here. All right, final thing. Uh, I know you saw the video on social media. You famously now told us a few weeks ago that you proposed to your wife in a helicopter over New York City. <laughs> a guy jumped out of a freaking airplane like a moron. I, I sorry, I'm going to go after this guy. This guy was an idiot. He's he's basically you know what what is it um, skydiving with a ring in his mouth, which had me so nervous watching this proposing to I guess his now fiance. Did that guy top you, or was that guy so dumb that you're like, nah, I still win? Yeah, he crushed me. Not even close. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, when you go, go go to the scorecard and, you know, level of difficulty, he, he, he wins hands down, Evan. <laughs> but he, like, I was, at, at one point, Mike, I'm like, this is so stupid. I'm rooting for this guy to drop this freaking ring because it's so dumb. It was so dumb. Yeah, that's that's great. But, yeah, I'm going to, I got to defer to him. And he, he, he just so, totally... Up the stage and up the standard that, uh, you know, just me being a helicopter enclosed and safe doesn't even put me in the same stratosphere. Well, I'm not going to advise you to then go skydiving just to top this guy. So don't worry about that. (laughs) Mike, always a pleasure. Thanks for the time. We'll talk next week. Okay. Thanks, Evan.
All right, there is Mike Tannenbaum, of course, joining us each and every week here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, l- listen, I mean, we, we update the quarterback stuff every single week, but kind of a downer, right? Because it sounds like Mike thinks, hey, you know what? They're probably not going to be as much movement as maybe originally thought. And, and if you actually think about it, like, why would the Seahawks move Russell Wilson? Why would the Texans move Deshaun Watson? Like, why does that make any sense? Unless somebody comes in at a left field and just dominates, like, and, and, and not dominates, but comes in with this crazy offer, you're like, all right, I got to actually consider it. Because otherwise, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. What does make sense, of course, is having Xfinity at your home. If you've got Wi-Fi at your home, and let's be real, who doesn't? Chances are you've got tons of connected devices. Luckily, Xfinity XFi keeps all those connected devices protected from Wi-Fi threats. We're talking laptops, tablets, smart speakers, cell phones, security cams, and even your smart fridge. Plus, you get notifications every time a threat to your network has been blocked, so you don't have to worry about a thing. Get added protection for your home Wi-Fi network with XFi Advanced Security, included at no extra cost. Can your internet do that? Get started with Xfinity Internet for $20 a month for 12 months with a one-year agreement or pick a speed that's right for you with options up to 2 gigs plus get advanced security free with XFi Gateway. Just activate through the Xfinity app. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit an Xfinity store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay. Offer ends 322-21. Restrictions apply. New performance starter internet, 25 Mbps customers only. Equipment taxes and fees are extra. And subject to change after term regular rate supply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed with Xfinity. Uh, just to put a bow on a couple of things here. Jeanette's dad uh, did play uh, basketball professionally against Al Horford's dad. Correct, Jeanette? We have that confirmed now? Yes. Okay. And um, what was the other confirmation I needed to do here? That he was a terrible free throw shooter and I, I wouldn't talk to him either if I were you. 58%, 30, 61% from the foul line for your career? Get out of here, Dad. <laughs> Jeez. She just said she has a good relationship with him I now. Do. Oh, I mean, they had one year, though, where 68, great improvement, really stepped up his game in fatherhood and free throw shooting. By the way, just so I understand, do you own me, Jeanette? Do I what? Own me. No. Well, because uh, Jeanette sent me, as I'm talking here, screenshots of the back and forth with her dad, and she said, my host. Oh. <laughs> okay. Mm. Jeez. Oh, wow. All right. I, I didn't know I was, it was possessive. She does. All she right. owns you. Um, she really actually does own me, to be honest with you. Um, now, coming up, uh, we have something next, and then uh, we have the heat game. What's uh, Shanae Angola Jr. next? Yes, sir. All right, and then the Heat and the Hawks. New coach for the Hawks, uh, Nate McMillan. It was won over 600 games, of course, in the NBA. Interim coach. I hope uh, my, my, my interim coach bump doesn't happen in basketball because I do not want that to happen against the Heat tonight. No Jimmy Butler for Miami. John Collins from Cardinal Newman at a monster game a couple of nights ago when they played, and these two will match up again tonight after Janae Angola Jr. We are on to Wednesday right here on ESPN 106.3.